Lockout Podcast. Brought to you by Fresh Apparel Printing. Do you have a band and want to sell merch at your next gig? Fresh Apparel has graphic artists on staff that can make your logo into a t-shirt within minutes. Have a business and need company apparel for your employees? Fresh Apparel can embroider hats and shirts with detail patterns and bring your logo to life with literal pinpoint precision. Listeners of the draft of the show, excuse me, listeners of the draft don't receive nothing from us. Listeners of the show, though, receive 10% off any custom t-shirt or embroidery order if you use the promo code DRAFT. That's promo code DRAFT to fill all your clothing needs. Custom clothing needs. Because you could fill your clothing needs anywhere, but custom clothing needs. You just go to freshapparel.co. Call the number 219-864-9009 and use the promo code DRAFT. Get all your fresh shit. Here's the show. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Dougie Ferguson, Uncle Dougie, Max Levy. Everybody. And, and, and that's it for the day. Yeah, that is. Nationwide West, he must be partying on Lake Minnetonka or something on the Vikings boat. But it's just me and Max today. We're going to talk playoffs. We're going to talk seniors in this year's draft and then we might even have a little debate about Taylor Horton Tucker it's a pop quiz for Max I didn't even prep him on it but uh, damn I knew I thought this was coming too eventually I didn't know it was going to be today yeah well I was I, 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 I was watching film I'm still like um, we'll just we'll just get to it when we get to it but it's a big day. It's senior day around here. But first, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. The playoffs are here, Max. They're finally here. That first round was just that first, like, six games for everybody was just kind of like a little a little teaser. You know, like, Brooklyn was never really going to win. The Clippers were never really going to win. The Spurs maybe were going to win. You know, so what kind of the last couple days here... As we record on Sunday afternoon, oh Max, what was your what what was the biggest statement made? Kind of as we just watched the Warriors wrap up a uh, close game with the Rockets in Game One, winning uh, of the four games played in like kind of the past twenty four hours. What was your biggest either takeaway or kind of what surprised you the most? Well, I guess what surprised me the most was how Boston handled um, the Bucks. Like, that was probably the most surprising. In terms of the biggest thing I took away was I I should definitely still stick to Jokic being, like, a top a premier NBA player and a guy that can actually lead his team potentially to, like, high-level playoff basketball because a lot of people were doubting his ability to play in the playoffs, and he showed out against the Spurs, and I'm glad he was able to move on to the next round. And, I, and I'm and i willing to pick him against the Blazers, which I think might be a little cocky to some people. So. Oh, you want, you want to do a little inside show bet or something? We have to think of stakes later, but I'll take, I'll take, the, uh, I'll take the, the Blazers. 
Yeah, I think I had, I think I had, um, Nuggets in either six or seven to the Blazers, because I had it predicted it would be that matchup anyway, so. That was a cold shot by Jamal Murray. My, my biggest, so I have two more surprises. I'm not, I'm not really surprised. I'm surprised that, that, uh, okay, so biggest surprise is that the Spurs brain farted at the end of a game. That's the biggest surprise to me. Like that. That, 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 that was bad, 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 bad. I mean, that could have turned out way different. So, um, I mean, as much as, as as much as the Nuggets deserve to play, I don't or deserve to move on. I think that home court is such a big thing for them, and even though they have it against the Blazers. I don't think it really matters so much to Damian Lillard, who's really doing all that stuff. So, I don't know. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Blazers in that series. We're gonna have to figure out stakes for that. Um, as far as the thing that stood out to me is that I am completely sold backwards on how I thought the. I did. I, I thought the Raptors would win this series. I now think the Raptors are the favorite to win the East. Um, with. With the way they can defend teams with their two-star players while still getting two-way production, like those two, those might be two of the two best, most versatile forward, two-way forwards in the league, right? I mean, they could be in the top five. Yeah, Pascal and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I've, I was always like, I've seen so many people spit and takes. About like how Kawhi is like only like the fifteenth or so best player in the league, and I'm like, what? Oh, wow. I'm like, yo. I mean, I get it. He didn't play games, so I guess in that specific aspect, you can talk about in the moment as an actual player. I'm like, what? The, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you like? What? Uh, and then, and these are people I respect, yeah. so I won't say names. But these, yeah. uh, I mean, I get it. I'm sure there was probably like some context that I missed about it being like an overall rank considering he's played yada yada. Uh-huh. But in general, I could not possibly accept that. Yeah, no. And also, another thing, I'm probably still picking the Bucks to beat the Raptors. But it's, yeah, I think I'll, I think I had them at seven, so I do think it'll be a, a tough fight. But you know, well, Paul Pierce says the series over. I don't think it's over, but I think Boston is going to win this series due to like kind of just a little bit. Like they have the Bucks number, kind of, and then. The, and the way I was kind of wishy-washy on Toronto, but I think that the way that they can defend Philly, they have the ability to defend them at all the major positions that they need defending. You know, like Kyle Lowry's able to chase J.J. Redick around. Kawhi is able to pretty much switch. I mean, they're switching besides at the big spot like uh, and, and the guard spot. Their switching is fluid. I mean, you know, having Kawhi Leonard on Ben Simmons is no worse than having him on on Tobias Harris and vice versa. Really, I mean, like I'm saying, like if Siakam's on Ben Simmons or whatever, you know, they switch their switchability and they're really moving the ball on defense or on offense and on defense. Marcus all like doesn't look like he used to look, but when I mean when it comes down to slowing down Joel Embiid, I think there's a way that he can do it, kind of in an old crafty way. I think I think that 
Marcus all defensively is kind of like his brother is offensively, where he's got like this old man game that can slow down younger athletic bigs somehow, like just with little crafty tricks, like tugging on their shorts and getting under their skin. I don't know if you could really get under uh, Embiid's skin, but um, I don't. I, I think Toronto's going to the finals now, and I picked Buck, the Bucks preseason to go to the finals, but I don't see it. I think that. I think, I think that there, there is something to the fact that they have to take a lump or two here. This is we're, we're we get a little bit carried away. This is Giannis's first second round series ever, so you know traditionally guys have had to take a couple lumps before they get through and win it all, and it all makes seem things seem a little bit easier for the Warriors now as you know they're they. they if they won this game that the Rockets should have won, and and you know that was a game. You, you can't just go losing games that you're supposed to win against the Warriors in a playoff series. That's going to get you killed. So yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest thing is I w- I'm waiting on Brook Lopez to have a splash mountain moment before I call it. Yeah. If Brook Lopez is firing and Eric Bledsoe is contributing, you know more. Because right. he typically contributes significantly more. Right. And if they're still losing games because Boston has more firepower, this and that, yeah. then I'll concede it to them. But in my, I just think when Brook Lopez is, you know, only scoring, you know, three points, that's not right. Like they're gonna have to set him up. They gotta stretch the floor with him. They gotta right. use flash pass effects. And for all the for all the lumps that Kyrie took for what he was doing in the media this year. If there is a team that actually can probably turn it on and off for playoff time, it's probably Boston. I mean, they either have rookies that have no conscience of the moment or young guys that have no conscience of the moment or, you know, guys like Al Horford who really, like, legitimately have turned it on and off 10 years of their career. So, you know, and Kyrie, you know, Kyrie is... That's just what he does. He turns it on and off. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I mean, he turns it on in the playoffs. He's proven that he can turn it on in the playoffs. So, until I, I thought I was a little bit hasty. I did pick the Bucks at the beginning of the playoffs but to, to come out of the East. But I was a little bit hasty. I kind of bought into the Boston, anti-Boston hype. And I thought it was, looking back on it, it was a little premature probably for me to be thinking that. So. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Danny Ainge. Sorry, Brad Stevens. I love you. You guys are awesome. At both, you guys are awesome at your job. Kyrie, you're awesome at your job. Dropping cold buckets. And you even had a double double today, I think. Just, yeah. They were dead. Was, he was dominating. Yeah. Dominating. Yeah. Today and that. I mean, for real. If, if, if they can't, I don't know. Eric Bledsoe thought he had a problem with Scary Terry. Like he's gonna have a giant problem, and then, and then I think on the broadcast they did a good job um, pointing out. Jalen Rose pointed out that like they can hide Kyrie on Sterling Brown, so that's a big thing. Like if you have five guys on the floor that can can make Kyrie guard you, that becomes a problem for Boston big time. But if you put him in a spot where he's resting on defense, and then he gets to come down and 
play offense like he likes to do. I mean, Kyrie is guarding, actually, in in uh, Boston, which is more than they could have him ever in Cleveland. He's actually trying to guard people. He just isn't very good at it. But, um, you know, I don't know. I think they have that switch. That's all I... I think I was premature to do it, not seeing Kyrie play for them in the playoffs last year. Everybody has jumped out. Oh, he wasn't in the playoffs last year, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, I get that. At the end of the day, I ride for Chris Middleton anyway. Yeah. And um, I remember how well he played last year, and mm-hmm. Kyrie doesn't really have much to do with that because of Chris Middleton versus Kyrie, and then yeah. Giannis doesn't have much to do with Kyrie either, so yeah. I think it's on them. And yeah. then Brooke Lopez getting used more. Eric Bledsoe needs to contribute. And I think those things are going to show in Game 2. And I, and I trust Mike Budenholzer to make the proper adjustments. I do trust him to make the proper adjustments. Also, I like to say big ups to Brad Stevens, who really kind of pulled the rope-a-dope on them by single-covering Giannis, like, all season long. And then today he came out with, like, a pack line defense of some sort to stop that. Like... So I, I get big props to Brad Stevens for totally throwing it in the different direction because I, I thought that might be what they were trying to do, but for as long as I can remember watching those two teams play, they let Giannis just go off and then they they just don't come off the shooters. So yeah. Also, I was a little I'm a little curious because Tony Snell was pretty decent for them the regular season. He did not see the floor much at all. Yeah, I would have liked to see him see the floor a little more, especially with Sterling Brown not having the greatest of nights either. Yeah, Sterling Brown's my hero, but I, I, yeah, I mean, his play, not so much hero today, but, I mean, west side of Chicago, he'll, he'll come back, he's a tough player, and also, I mean, he really needs to get out and guard one of those guys, whether it be Tatum or Kyrie, whoever. Like, he really needs to get out there and make them kind of have the bad performance. The, you yeah. know, the, the bad shooting performance, inefficient day, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and also I'm waiting on the Jalen Brown breakout game. Yeah, and, he's, and it's huge for him, too, because, you know, like, he's obviously going to be getting a lot of, of Giannis, primarily, at least. So, um, I don't know. Um they threw a lot of people at him today, but, I mean, it, it really, he didn't really even get it going until the beginning of the fourth where he he got an easy dunk on a Jalen Brown, like, save that went right to him under the basket. He got a free throw, and he got a wide-open three that he hit, and that was about it for Giannis, really. That was, like, the only time he got it going, and it was kind of lucky. So, uh, real quick, you staying with your picks? You staying with your yeah, I'm still picking Bucks to beat the Celtics in okay. six or seven. Okay. So. All right. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Celtics to win it on the Milwaukee home floor. So take, six. Yeah. So no, on seven. On seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, Toronto, bringing out the brooms in the East. There. I, I don't think I think Philly's gonna have. Philly is the type of team that does get, has that 2004 Lakers vibe to them where they can, like, if shit starts getting bad for them, they can all implode on each other, I think. So, and, yeah, it's, it and, seems close. I'm not sure if yeah. it's going to be a sweep or not. But yeah. yeah, and Kawhi 
has a tendency to frustrate teams like that too. So, and when you have Pascal Siakam and and, and Fred VanVleet just eating you alive, like <laughs> I would be frustrated too. Anyway, Danny Green too. I stand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, Danny Green is your stand. Anyways, today is a special day for the Lock Draft Podcast. It's Senior Day. So, we have concocted a little game as we've been known to do around here. Nationwide West is not here to MZ. I think he's interviewing for the Price is Right job or something. But, anyways, on Senior Day, what we will do is... We have a whole list of seniors here to pick, Max and I, and uh, we will go back and forth. One of us will be the player, and the other people will be walking him down to get his rose and his jersey in the frame, and then we're going to be parent. I'm going to be the parent since I'm a parent, and Max is not a parent. I'm a parent to his son, so I'll pretend I'm advising my son about what his future is going to be, and Max will pretend to be a what like a guardian like or a, a handler like so, a former high lifter like oh yeah like a former high school coach yeah like, like yeah so anyways it's a game uh we don't know any of these guys parents so i, I want to get that out of the way right quick don't i don't please don't have me with, with how do you know what their parents think it's just a game guys it's just a game anyways max Whose senior night are you going to? Where's where's it gonna be? Ooh, uh, I think let's just start off with um, Cameron Johnson. Ooh, you're gonna be Cameron Johnson. So, um, yeah, Cameron, uh, you made a great decision, obviously, to leave Pitt and come to North Carolina. And you know what? Um, I know from being a father that there's always room for 6'9", 6'10", guys that can catch and shoot the ball at the wing, especially today. So, I don't know. If I was a team, and I'm not just saying this because you're, you're my son, Cameron, even though my real son's name is Cameron. Um, uh, anyways, Cameron Johnson, I'm not just saying this because you're my son, but I think I would probably pick you, especially if I... I would probably pick you in the mid-first round, but I really think that you're going to get picked in the late first round by a good team, one of these shooting teams, perhaps, like a, I mean, I don't even have the time board for me, but a Warriors, you know, Rockets, the Rockets, the Rockets trade away all their picks, but, you know, one of these teams, or, I mean, even even the Bucks or somebody, these guys, they like to keep guys with size out on the perimeter, it makes their makes their lives a lot easier switching. And, and I, what I see in Cam Johnson is somebody, I see Chandler Parsons, but way, like, better. Like, a, a Chandler Parsons, hopefully without the injury problems and hopefully without, like, the lack of motivation once he gets paid. But, um, like, Chandler Parsons, like, Chandler Parsons at his best. That's what I see Cam Johnson as. So... If you want to take him, I mean, Chandler Parsons was picked in the second round, so if they want to take you in the second round, they'll be getting a steal, but you won't get that far, Cameron. You will not get that far. All right, anyways. 
it's my senior day now. So I'm going to ask my old high school coach, Max Levy. Uh, I am going to be Admiral Schofield. I'm going to go down to Tennessee and be Admiral Schofield. Because I get all the hot Admiral Schofield takes, so I'm going to give Max one. All right. Well, Admiral, here's what I seem to know. Is that the whole, in terms of fan-wise, the country loves you. Mm-hmm. And that certainly can't hurt whenever whenever people like your personalities and then you can show it in terms of interviews. Some teams will draft whenever you're talking about like the second round. Some teams will draft off character if there's if there's not if there's a close difference in skill level. Which in the second round, there's a lot of players that are there at a similar level of skill. And with that being said, I could really see you going. Right now, I'm seeing you mocked in 40s, and I could probably see you going there with um, how people are envisioning you as the strong, like bull scoring and shooting um, six foot seven or six, is it six seven, six eight. Or is it shorter? Oh, Admiral like six five. Yeah, you look so big though. Yeah, and, and I'm, remember, I'm a guard. I could beast people in the post. Like, yeah, indeed. What if you Steph Curry gets switched on me? Yeah, I'll take him right down in the post. Coach. Yeah, indeed. Definitely take Steph Curry down in the post. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, indeed. So for for that, for the shooting, the size, and the ability to. Taking advantage of mismatches, I'd say someone's going to take a shot at you, especially with your character and your reputation. Probably someone's going to take a look at you in the early 40s, maybe a little later, and maybe a little earlier, depending on how you impress in the pre-draft process. Right. And I would definitely say the NBA is in your future. Yeah. I'm going to beast in the summer league, too, by the way. You're going to yeah, know my sure. name. Yeah. Um, all right. Max, what town are you going to next? I just got back from Knox, Vegas. Uh, I'm feeling about this uh, Matisse-Seibel mood right now. Oh, you're feeling in the Matisse-Seibel mood? Okay. Well, as Ms. or Mr. Seibel um, or other, I will um, advise you that a lot of teams like you, but I'm not sure... How your zone defense play is going to translate to the league? I think you're going to get drafted, but I see a long, uh, uh, not a long time, but maybe a year or two for you in the G League, especially working on your offensive game, because I do think that your defense will translate eventually with your length and just natural defensive instincts. But it will take you a little bit of time to learn some man concepts because you won't be playing zone. And, um, you know, like we talked about on the show before, you have to have some offensive firepower if you're not going to be a lockdown defender. Yeah, if you're not going to be Robertson, uh, then you can't shoot like Robertson. Not saying that you shoot like Robertson, son. You shoot, you shoot it nice. But you're going to have to learn to shoot it nicer, and you're going to have to learn how to kind of maybe even be a little bit of a playmaker. Uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a decent playmaker. Also, you're going to have to use some of that. And I think you're going to have to spend some time in the G, G League, but I do think you'll get drafted. I do think that. But don't get it, don't get too big of a head because I think you might have to spend some time in the G League. You might get called up. You might get a two-way if you play well enough, but... That's what, what I, I see in your future, Matisse. Matisse. 
I should, should, I should, should know, know my own son's name. name. I appreciate that. Uh, also, I think a team like the Spurs would probably send me down to the G League and still pick me in the first round and then give right. me the Derek White treatment. Right, yeah. Something, Something like that. I, I could see that exactly. exactly. Or, or somebody, somebody the same, somebody from your school, DeJounte Murray. He did. He went the same round, even though he played a lot more in his rookie year, but it was a lot of bench time. So, anyways, um, all right. Um, I'm, I'm going to come out. Um, I'm going to go out to Hinkle. Or not Hinkle. Excuse me. Where's, where's, I'm going to go to Ames, Iowa. Hinkle's in Indianapolis. I'm a dummy. Uh, what's, what's the, what's the name of Iowa State's place? Uh, uh, Hilton, Hilton Magic. Hilton Magic. That's what it is. Um, Hilton Magic on, on a senior night. Where there's not many seniors except me, Mariel Shayak, because I came over from Virginia, lost out on a national championship, but that's okay, because I'm the best player on my team. So, um, coach, um, guy who steered me to show my offensive talents off at Iowa State, uh, how do you see me going and during my pro career? Well, I think the biggest thing is, even though you've done everything right, people seem to still not give you the proper attention. And with that being said, it's entirely possible that even with you doing all the right things and you probably deserving to get into, like, uh, late somewhere in the second round slash two-way contracts, it's entirely possible that um, you might have to fight and dog it out in the summer league uh, after the draft in order to get a two-way contract, but I think you have the right game in order to get there, and I definitely see as long as you keep doing you and you keep working hard, you'll see yourself in the NBA at some point or another, and you deserve it. Oh, okay, thank you, because I am the best player on my team, despite all the rankings that have, like, five guys ahead of me on my own team. Like, I did lead my team in scoring, coming from a team that just won a national championship, so I just want everybody to remember that. I'm the best player on my own team. Indeed. You're lucky that, if that, that wasn't, wasn't really Mario Shayak talking, because he probably wouldn't say that, but... Yeah, he's humble. Yeah, he's humble. That's probably what good. That'll only help you. That'll only help him, and... And, and, and... I mean, what, 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 I'm, I mean, what more can I possibly prove? I was only a defense... with other people. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, Max, where are you going next after my Hilton magic? Um, well, since he's been on my mind of late, how about Kyle Charleston's own Jarrell Brantley? Oh, Jarrell Brantley, Jarrell Brantley. So, what I like to say a lot is, um, I love Jarrell Brantley as a player. He's undersized, obviously. He's like 6'5", really. He's built like Charles Barkley. So, what I like to say a lot is, we outsource our shooting to Europe. Europe outsources their muscle to us. And I think that Jarrell Brantley has, like, a long, long, long career in Europe ahead of you, son. Um, I think that it's perfectly okay for you to go in the summer league and try and fight it out in ball, but I think realistically we have to start looking overseas Looking at you, kind of, you know, I, I know your game isn't just strictly brawn. I know you have a lot of skill to your game, and 
hopefully somebody sees that and likes it in the NBA and you get to play in the G League this year, improve yourself in the G League but and in the Summer League. But I ultimately suggest that you find a country, you know, scout out the countries that you might like in Europe because I think you'll have a, a an easy time finding it. You'll have multiple suitors out there. So, you know, if you, if you like Greece, maybe take a look at Panathiakos. Maybe, you know, if you like... If you like Spain, maybe you could go to Barca, maybe, you know. So, you know, take, get like some tourist pamphlets for Europe and see where you like to go because you're going to have a lot of choices, but I think that's where you're going to end up probably by the time you're 25 or 26, right, when you round into your prime. And it's not a it's not a bad thing. You can make good money out there, son. Indeed. All I will say is I did measure six, six and a half in shoes with a seven-foot-one wingspan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I and, and I, I, yeah, I, your your wingspan, as I know, is is the new height. As smart people like Dougie know, that wingspan is the new height. But a lot of people do not know that, and they will look at six five, six six. A little, uh, I mean, yeah, he's not like jacked two fifty. He's he's strong like a horse, and he's not fat, but. Um, yeah, indeed. People are saying I might be mobile enough to still be able to play three slash four. Oh, yeah. I forgot we're doing it in the third person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, you. Anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, so you, you, you and, and you know what? You'll, you'll fill out nice. nice. You'll get in an NBA camp, and they'll they'll they'll, they'll get your 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 uh, endurance and your conditioning up, and you know we'll get you we'll, we'll get you out there and show you out to people, but. Yeah. yeah. Um. All, all right. right. I am gonna go to the must bus, and I'm gonna be Jaron Car- Jordan Caroline out in the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. Maybe you could just be Mus. Jordan Caroline. Ah, uh, I think the biggest thing for you is you're one of those players who got onto national stage is one of the I'm one of the best college basketball teams in the country showed out your versatility as a, a shooting and also somewhat defensive man as well or was pretty sure and then with all that being considered um, someone's going to take a look at you in the summer league and you're going to get your chance to show why you deserve a two-way because in my opinion you deserve it but it it doesn't seem according to all the people who have been speaking and have power which I do not have that you will get drafted at this point in time. And it's possible you end up in Europe, but I think you have the chops to, to earn yourself like an Exhibit 10 or a two-way. Yeah, I'm not going to Europe because I get buckets and I rebound the ball, so I'm going to be in the G League and I'm going to be putting up numbers. So if you want me to go to Europe, I don't want to go to Europe. And also in the Summer League, that's my ball. I'm going to take Indeed. it. Indeed. I believe it is too. I, only think I have that type of personality. I have yeah, that type of personality. When that ball gets in my hand, it's my ball. I'm going to go put a facial on somebody or I'm going to drop a three in their mouth, whatever. But I'm not going to – I'm going to get my shots in summer league. You can bet that. I want to see it. All right. Where are we going next, Max? This is a toughie, but I think – I think I'm going to go with my guy, Terrence Mann. 
Okay. Well, Terrence, I, I, as your father, think you are such an ultimately talented guy, and then there's this other guy, W, who thinks that you are going to be like one of the four or five top undrafted guys in this draft. I don't think you're going to get drafted. I think that you need to work on your shooting from the outside, even though it's not awful. You could be more consistent, and you would be a deadly scorer if you could hit from NBA range. I'm not quite sure if you have it. You have a kind of a smooth stroke. It might stretch out that far. Um, you know, uh, you you are you're, you're you're a grown wing, so I think that you can really get in there with other people with with guys that are already pros and not get tossed around. Um, you're not a one and done wing. Uh, you know, like those are the guys that go early, the guys that go late, or undrafted at all. Like, um, I can see you even maybe even being a defensive stopper. You're a very good defender, also. Um. You, um, I'm interested to see how you play, kind of, because when you're on the Florida State roster, you're usually more athletic than about 99% of the teams you're going to play, probably except Duke. That's probably the only team that's more athletic than you and maybe North Carolina this year. But um, I'd like to see you kind of play on a athletically even playing field, if that makes sense, um, to where you're not surrounded by Trent Forrest and Christ, Christ Maggi and, you know, Kevin Jelly and, and just nine athletes shuffling off the floor back and forth, Jonathan Isaac, whoever, you know, uh, so that's, that's what, what I think, think. and I, I think, think that you will be kind of an Alonzo Trier this year. You're going to get into the league, and you're going to make it, and you're going to, I guess, that, I don't know if that's a two-way deal that Alonzo Trier's on, but, like, I see you coming, or, or being a Yogi Ferrell from a couple of years ago, just kind of nobody ever thought about really drafting you, because I don't think anybody's going to really think about drafting Terrence Mann. Um, I haven't seen him mocked anywhere, but... I haven't seen you mocked anywhere, but I got to stop falling out of character in this game. It's a really cool game. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I will say briefly, uh, I did shoot 18 of 47 from NBA range, which is 38.3%. Okay. And I also have been lauded by other scouts for having vision and also for crashing the glass. Yeah, you're a very good rebounding guard. That comes from being grown. Um... And I think that you can kind of make make a career for yourself, maybe a five to seven year career, four to seven year career off of just kind of being a Swiss Army knife athletic guard that can do athletic things on the floor, which is kind of where the game's turning besides shooting is, is athleticism. So anyway. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I guess the player I see recently that had a similar development to where he went undrafted, such as Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, that works. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of more of a because I, I expected True to get drafted. I, don't, I didn't expect Minnie Smith to get drafted. And I don't expect Mac Man to get drafted. So, anyways, yeah. Um. All right. Um. It's my turn. Let's see. We only got about three left each. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to Big Blue Nation and. Uh, I am going to be Big Jackass Reed Travis. Now remember, I have my Stanford degree, too. And with that, you could do a whole bunch of things. But with that being said, there is money in your future. It may not be in um, U.S. dollars. That's why I went to Kentucky. Yes, indeed. There may, it may, the money may not be in the form of U.S. dollars. Because um, I think a lot of... I'm sure you could go to the, 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 like the G League and you could play there. Someone will give you a chance and someone will give you playing time. Like a, you'll end up like, like a Jonathan Motley or something. Yeah. But if you go over to Europe, you can go there and you will get paid plentiful money. Yeah. I see like, like Patrick Young. Like Patrick Young. There's a, there's a team. I think it's, I think it's Real Madrid that has like Patrick Young, Joey Dorsey, uh, there's like four guys where they just outsource muscle and just bring guys in that aren't like the most skilled guys in the world that are just jacked and they're ready to throw uh, quote unquote bunnyers soft European pigs out of the paint or the trapezoid. That's where they you gotta realize there's a, there's a trapezoid there so they gotta nudge out an extra few feet. Reed Travis can help me. Reed Travis can help you do that. Indeed, but, but the trapezoid is dead now. Oh, the, oh, the trapezoid's dead? dead? Yeah, they don't use what? it anymore. The trapezoid's dead. What? I, I watched, watched it last... Oh, no, I was watching international. That's, That's what I was just watching, like, some, some international competition. competition. Well, I know the Olympics, they use the rectangle. What? Yeah, 2016 Rio Olympics, they use the rectangle. I watched something with a, with a trapezoid... Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was like a random youth thing yeah. or something, because they well, use those. I mean, but at the, here, I'll, I can find a picture. Uh, yeah, I trust you. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, there's a yeah, rectangle. That's disappointing, because I wanted them to bring it to the NBA, even though I know it never happened, but I was always a big fan of the trapezoid. All the internationals, I wanted all of them. Tip-ins. Can you imagine the tip-dunks? Anyways. Yeah, just no goaltending. I'm not here for it. Come on in. Come on into the tent, Max. I know where you want to go. Right here. Alright, so is it my turn to pick now? Yeah. Alright. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a toughie. Yeah. Because uh, there's so many good players here that I could pick I from. I know who I'm going to pick, but I just want... I, I want to give my opinion on some people. So, either way. Alright. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and fire up Daquan, or Daquan, I don't know which, is it Daquan or Daquan? Yeah, Daquan Jeffries. Daquan Jeffries this time. Um, you're, you are my super sleeper, I think I even posted that on Reddit the other day, it's kind of sad because I'm your dad, I shouldn't be trolling Reddit, but, um, I agreed with some guy named Lockdraft that said Daquan Jeffries is my second round sleeper. 
Um, I, I think, think that, that okay, okay, so he started off by winning the worst dunk contest ever that West went, Nationwide West went to. Um, but he, he had some banger dunks in there, so I'm, I'm not mad at him for winning that dunk contest. Everybody else just lost it. Um, and uh, then you went to, then you went to Portsmouth and you got an all-tournament team. And then two months before, there was people talking about how, like, you're super versatile. And I didn't realize until I watched you in the dunk contest how super jacked you are and that you could jump like that. I just took you by default because you're my son as my slam dunk champion. But um, you could do everything on the floor right now. Um, and you do it explosively. And a lot of people don't watch you in Conference USA. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm really sad that um, I didn't send you maybe to an ACC school or transfer you out or to an SEC school or even maybe a, you know a, somewhere like a Florida Gulf Coast or something like that. Louisiana Tech, we knew uh, you have a lot of talent on your roster with you. I like Dequan Bracey. Um, I hope you could find a point guard that you have chemistry like that with. And I think that you're going to play in the NBA. You're going to be one of those guys in that where people look up. They might know you now from the dunk contest, but I think the casual NBA fan who has never seen you play in a postseason game probably, uh, you know, I mean, that casual NBA fan, knows March Madness, and that's it. So they've never seen you play, basically. So um, it's going to have to take a deep scouting staff to even know who you are because they're very lazy in the NBA. It's a dirty little secret. And, um, yeah, I just think that um, I think that you're going to make it there regardless. I think you're going to find a way to get there regardless. You're one of those can't-go-back guys like Bomani says that. I have... I really like your game. You dunked with sunglasses on. That was awesome. Um, and I, I think that uh, I want to say somebody drafts you surprisingly, like in the bottom five, not for not for lack of talent, but just because nobody, because NBA scouts are lazy and they don't know who you are. Um, Otherwise, and, and then somebody's going to have their eye on you late, and they might trade into their into the fifties and get you or something, just to make sure they get you. But they're going to get you. I will say that the Orlando Magic picked Melvin Frazier yeah. and Wesley Wundu before, so yeah. well, I know they're coming for me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, they love guys like you. So yeah, I, it, it takes one scouting staff like that that sees you. And I'll just go in there and get you because the 50s is a place to get people where I don't have to compete with 29 other teams. So, yeah. Or I'll be signed two-way, like, right after the draft, like Gary Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those, yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, I'd love to end up on the Rockets just like him, by the way. That'd be great. All right. I got a double-pronged question here for you, Pops. You had twins. So I'm going to be Caleb Martin. Um... I got two questions for you, um, Coach. Uh, am I better than my brother? And will what what will happen to my career? All right, so I'm, I'm Caleb. You are Caleb. Yes. All right, you are Caleb. Um, Hi. So, 
Indeed, Caleb. So I think the biggest thing is is that both of y'all have a legitimate chance of being drafted. And I would say that your games are very distinct from each other, so it's kind of hard to definitively say how much or significantly better one way or the other. But um, with that being said, I think you will probably end up on an NBA team in the next season no matter what. And especially because of your, your the high profile of you ending up on one of those nationally ranked teams, people have seen you play by now. You're going to get plenty of opportunities in some league after you get drafted. You might get sent down to the G League because you might get picked by a team that's already contending and has a deep roster, but you're going to get great coaching to go get experience with, and it's going to be great for you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to light up the G League if I'm in it. But my, my brother's better than me. He's probably going to get on a, on, a, on a team to start. I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm going to light up the G League, but I can't light up the NBA like I light up the Mountain West. It's just not going to happen. That's okay. The NBA coaches will teach you how to fit in within the rotation. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Do you, do you think do you think my brother's better than me? Because I do. I think your brother is very talented as well. I just haven't quite gotten through Nevada yet quite as much as, uh, wait, hold on, as a third person, not the coach. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I guess. guess. I just think he's better than me. He's so much more well-rounded. Indeed, but sometimes teams will not will overlook that, and they'll just say scoring. I know, yeah. No, and okay. so, I mean, I'm sure both of y'all, no matter what, wind up in the NBA and you'll both end up on places that will prioritize what they think they can get the most out of you from. All right, we got two more senior nights to go, so, or one more senior night to go each, so where's Max's last senior night, the grand finale? Ah, uh, no, That's, there's so many. I know, right? We might be able to double this up later in the week, because there are so many. There are so many. Um, let me just take a brief... All right, um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and pick my guy, Dante Hall out of Alabama. All right, Dante, um, you really excelled with Colin Sexton around. Um, really, you're undersized a lot, so I think you're going to get overlooked. Um, you do have a big wingspan. Uh, it's visible on the court. I can see it on TV. I can see your wingspan is bigger than everybody else's. Um, uh, I really was disappointed last year that you kind of did not explode scoring-wise with Colin Sexton on the floor. You played well. You're a good defender. You know, you you, you block. You, you could block in between two shots. You change more shots. Um your wingspan is a problem. Um, around the rim, though, uh, I just wonder if you can shoot, you know, 55, 56% like you shot 65, 66% in college. Like, I know you do everything around the rim, really, and that's usually something that can kind of translate. Um, and you're a very big boy. Um, so, if if your finish game and if you have and if you really really perfect your touch around the rim, you have a you have one marketable skill, which is finishing around the rim. And um, 
then and you can kind of work in your defense and your and your rebounding around that. But finishing around the rim, kind of being a, a I don't see you getting drafted, but I can see somebody liking you as a rim runner guy, you know, like a, a pick and roll. Uh, a diver, uh, you know, like a guy that the Rockets would like to have, maybe, or a Mont- like somebody like Montrezl Harrell, you can maybe. Like I, that's basically kind of what I see you as a poor man to Montrezl Harrell that doesn't try to shoot threes to prove that I can shoot threes in college. You know, obviously you've not shot a three-pointer. Oh, you shot one this year. Okay. Um, and you made it. Good job. But, um, like I say, Montrezl Harrell spent, uh, his last couple seasons at Louisville trying to prove he can make threes, and I think he shot like 12% or something. Um, and, if, and if he would have just kind of been a rim runner and dunked everything, and but also he might not have got drafted like I don't think you're going to get drafted, you know, without those extra five points a game from maybe mid-range jumpers that you made, um, you know, because people are going to look at your counting stats and say, you know, you only average 10 points a game. How how are we going to draft you? But you're, I mean, you're shooting, Jesus, 66% for your career. So, um, you know, that, that really is a stat that's going to be overlooked, I think, by, by teams somehow. But I think it is. But I think that you can prove yourself, like, in the summer league because I think that if you prove that you can finish through contact against – really big elite guys like that all the time finish around contact finish around the rim dunk the ball um you know in traffic that there will be a place for you and if you are a rim runner there will definitely be a place for you indeed um so do you see me as a superman's dwight powell in a sense because dwight powell only had like a seven foot wingspan um no, because I don't. I, I just don't see you as athletic as athletic somehow as Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell. I mean, I guess you're probably equally as athletic as him too, though. I just don't. Dwight Powell kind of maybe steps out a little bit more. Does he? I, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with how he's playing with the Magic, so I guess I don't really know. The Mavericks or the Mavericks? Excuse me. I knew that too. I just didn't. Say it right. Anyways, yeah, we're just he, talking yeah, about the man. Yeah, he does step out a bit more than me, but he's also been wildly inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. and I just, I, 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 I want to see, what I want to see you do is work out against other guys at your position and see kind of how, I mean, you do it every night in the SEC, so I should know, but I want to see kind of individual workouts with everything on the line, kind of. And I, and I think you're going to be a guy who gets called in to work against guys like Zion or like, uh, you know, uh, who's some other guys that might, uh, you know, like a Charles Bassey or, a, or, you know, maybe even Bull. So, you know, you could see, so people could see Bull again or Daniel Gafford. Maybe they could see Daniel Gafford against somebody like that, whatever you got. You know, I think you're going to get called into workouts and you might be able to impress other people by your maturity and your, ability to kind of hold your own against these bigger, maybe not so longer guys, so much longer guys, but like your Jackson Hayes or your Charles Bassey, bigger guys that are kind of 
you're, you're because I think, I think it's, it's kind of a falsehood that you're being because I think wingspan is a new height that you're going to be labeled as undersized, but you are going to be labeled as undersized, so you're going to have to prove it in workouts, basically, is what I'm going to tell you. I'm ready to prove it against Daniel Gafford. I want to show that I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, just in case we do not get to this, I am going to Chapel Hill to be Luke May. So, um, what, what's in my future? Because, uh, um, I was going to ask my dad, but my dad doesn't even know. I mean, honestly, I see you getting like a EuroLeague MVP or two in your future. Yeah. But I just don't think NBA, for all your skills, I just think NBA teams are going to be like, he's just, he's not the what we want. Even though I think you could probably fit in the NBA if someone gave you a chance to try to, to work around you. But I just don't think it'll end up happening. But I think you'll end up earning more money than you would have in the NBA regardless by being like one of those premier EuroLeague players if everything works out. What do you have to say to people that say that I'm a victim of reverse racism? And yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about. I want to say it's like that. It's just like the way the way you play is like a very specific way that would be very popular in a different era than today's. Right, I believe that too. People, but a lot of people think my my ability to step out makes me more popular today, but. Also, I'm uh, I'm I'm realistic about myself. I know I'm not averaging double-digit rebounds in the NBA. I'm not. So, um, so to people who point at my numbers, I tell you, fans, relax. I would not be. I I do that because I play for Old Roy, and he lets me run up and down and do whatever I want. Um, and and. It was kind of the perfect storm for me, and I'm happy to go. I'm I'm happy to go to Euroleague and win the MVP, shooting from 20, 21 or twenty-two feet or wherever they shoot. Yeah, and also you'll get paid like three or four million dollars a year. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I I, I walked on here. I lived all my dreams. I won a national championship. I'm all good. I think Senator Bashi might even give you a call. Yeah. I know I they, they got an opening at my position since Okay Udo came into the league and Bogdanovich too. They got they lost all their guys. They got openings everywhere from their championship team. That's why they lost to Lucas team the next year. And Jan Vesely is aging as well. Yeah, aging. Oh my God, I feel old. Ugh. Not not Luke May. Uncle Dougie feels old that Jan Vesely is aging. Oh my God. Uh, uh, been in pro ball for 10 years. So. I know, yeah. I remember where I was in Memphis covering AAU the night I got drafted. I'll give you one more. One more quick one. One more? All right, one more, one more, one more. All right. I think I'm going to have to go with... If we do one twin, we should probably just do the other twin, since that way we can okay. leave it up to a little less mystery. How about Cody Martin? Alright, um, I think my brother is going to get drafted, or I think your brother is going to get drafted, but you're going to make the league. Um, simple as that, I think you're a better defender, I think you're better than everything else, everything else except shooting the ball, that's it, and you 
and my brother might be a better athlete than me just a little bit but as far as everything else um neither one of us are going to be all-stars so i think that i have a better chance of coming in and carving out a role on a team than my brother um I think that my brother's best chance to make the league is as a off-the-bench kind of heated up microwave score. Um, my best chance is to come in and be a glue guy on a team. Um, I might not. Now, I, I do believe that my brother has a higher ceiling than me, but I really think that I'm just going to make the league based on my ability to defend and offend multiple positions including point guard i think it's worth noting you are my i am cody oh you're cody and you are my father oh yeah, yeah. shit well whatever <laughs> I, just I just gave you all my advice you're cody you're living your dreams through me i guess yeah yeah vicariously i wonder which one's the i wish i wonder which one's older maybe he's a junior and i was right the whole time this is Anyways, yeah. So yeah, that was that was our senior night game. We might even play that again before the draft again and, and erase all the guys we already did. But that was a fun game. We're gonna do that with uh, we're gonna do that, and we're also gonna play some go get that paper soon with with uh, post combine. Um, uh, next we're just gonna see a little bit of other stuff. Uncle Dougie's gonna be in Fort Wayne at AAU. Speed running slam, how at Todd Hemsley, Chris Ponce, Uncle Dougie, and Lola Bunny are going to be live. So come holler at me at the Speed Field House if you uh, are going to be up in there. Um, anyways, yeah. Max, what are you doing this weekend? You got a scouting schedule? Yeah, any film uh, sessions? You watch well, a film on anybody special? Uh, well, I don't know about special, but definitely am watching film. Uh, Check out oh, Max and Biv on the third round picks pass. And also yeah. Richard Stamen have mass drafts. He'll oh, be yeah. on it again soon, but yeah. we just have things have been getting in the way, but he will be back with us soon and when it is when he's back, it will be full third round pick season. Yeah. Lottery season is like only two weeks away. Mavericks get the number one pick so that Zion can have the dynasty set up for him already. It would be great. And also, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Max Scout. Uh, work obviously lockdraft.com and also some Maverick stuff on DallasProspect.com. Gotta shout them out. And finally, if any of y'all are like in Dallas or whatever and want to go to some WNBA games with me, hit me up. Uh, we might be doing some stuff. So yeah. Well, at, at Lockdraft or at Lockdraft, you can holler at me anyone. Don't go in my DMs anymore. I got a girlfriend though. It'll, It'll probably, probably help me on my AU trip that I don't gotta go. Tinder and all that shit. Howl! <laughs>